It's time to get informed and inspired. This is Saturday Morning Live, sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC, at Linden Sheet Metal on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning and welcome to Saturday Morning Live. I am Becky Taylor and I am very excited to have my most favorite co-host in the studio with me this morning, my very own husband and protector and soulmate, Bob Taylor. So excited, Good excited, Good to be here. excited to have him here with me. Let me just give you a little bit of a, of a, of a cap of what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to go over, first of all, Veterans Day. I'll just camp right there a minute because we just want to stop and just honor and bless our veterans that have served um, in you know, for us abroad mm-hmm. and local, and whether you serve for one or two or three or four years or whether you've served dozens and dozens of years ago, we want to just thank you and bless you for your service. Yep. A shout out to my dad, who was a CB. He's he's now departed. We oftentimes think of the, just the war fighters on Veterans Day, but uh, we have a whole logistics line that's very important to war fighting. And my brother, who spent a stint in the Tonkin Gulf in Vietnam, so shout out to them. Um, just a good day to honor them. It is. And I, you know, thank you guys for all your celebrations that we get to see on Facebook. And by the way, I am streaming live on, on my Facebook wall, as I always do that most of you know. So if you like to see a little back door to what it looks like in the studio, um, if you hashtag, I am Becky, Becky with an I, you can find us on Facebook and stream along with us there and we can wave at you and celebrate you. But, um, we're also, of course, KGMI.com. But it's I want to thank you guys for celebrating those that you love and just honoring them because this is a day and then basically we're going to probably be spending the whole weekend just honoring our veterans. And um, I always look forward to this day. It's very, very meaningful. And right now we're in a place that our vet, our, our current military may be going into some action now too. So Thank you for the veterans and for those of you that are currently in service. We bless you. We thank you. God bless you for your service, um, both past and present and future. Well, and then we're going to talk about local and local um, election. Um, you know, just that our what where you are matters. What you are doing in your local state matters. And then we're going to go on to probably spending the bulk of the show in. Do you feel safe? I'll talk say. a little bit about uh, personal self-defense and the need to be aware and take care of yourself. Uh, the, the old phrase, no one's coming to save you, is, is apropos. Mm-hmm. Uh, the police usually come to clean up the mess, so you, you're really responsible for taking care of yourself. Yep, so we're going to be talking quite a bit of the show about that. So um, if you're on Facebook, and hi, Melissa, Colleen, Colleen, Carla, thanks for watching this morning, and share it out if you want people to just kind of be informed. And we're going to actually help you help you where do I go to to prepare and stuff so we're going to be talking about that a little bit later in the show but first of all don't want to say congratulations for those that were elected into office this last Tuesday it was our I guess they kind of call it the mid midterm election in between presidential elections but it's a big one these elections that are for local offices and um, there was a lot of great you know for the for the conservative world there were a lot of of great uh, elections that took place. There were some that were disappointing all across the nation. Um, a lot of great moms and people that care got into school office. So there was a lot of turnover in the school districts, which, you know, that's where it begins, right, is that get involved locally. And that's probably the most important thing that can happen in any given state is getting involved locally. Congratulations to Mark Stremler, who got in in county council, and Ben Ellenboss. Congratulations. We're so happy that you are back in again. So we have two good men and some other conservatives that are in there to give a voice for us and to just help us locally in our county. Yeah, so It's really important to emphasize these local elections are really more important than the national elections. We tend to 
fixate on the president's election and the Senate and the House, and those are important. But really, when it comes to making a difference in our everyday life, it's these local council representatives, the mayors and sheriffs, and and just people that affect our everyday life. That that, that those people are really more important. They sure are. And and you know, there was only here in our county. I don't know wherever you are watching live, or if you're listening, you know, somewhere out of our state. We only had forty percent turnout in our county for elections. I, that is, to me, a very dismal number. Yeah. Of, of people getting out to vote. And I guess they just don't think it's important because they think, well, I'll be voting for the presidential election. But here's the deal. You know, I think this is a I think it's part of a plot and a plan that that, you know, the the media gets you fixated on these big elections. And, you know, we had the presidential debates that just took place this last week and people get fixated on on all these um these people that are running for office, whether it be Trump or DeSantis or Vivek or RFK, even in, in Biden, I don't think anybody thinks he's even going to. I don't it. think he's going to make it. <laughs> but they get fixated on that. Well, I'll wait. I'm going to vote for the big guy. You know what? Guess what happened? You know, during the during the pandemic that took place, it it was not the um, you know the the big government. It wasn't Trump. It wasn't Fauci. They're not the ones who said that you can't do this, the feds only published the guidelines to what they recommend. Did you know that it was state by state? You know, in most states, local politicians used their broad emergency power to basically pull the country, the country's economic plug. You know, look where we are now because of it. And so it was, it was, you know, it was Inslee, you know, it was it here locally. And and it was the, wherever you are, you know, the Governor Breshner and, and these, I don't know them all, Governor Newsom, they're the ones that instructed the teachers, you know, to do what they've done. They're the ones that closed down your churches. They're the ones that closed down the small mom and pop shops. It wasn't the big government. So if you want to make a change in your local area and what's really happening that matters to you, then you need to get activated. You need to get voting in your local district, in your local area where you live, that it matters. Because um, this is where the moms are. Because, it, you know, it's, it's the school boards that are allowing the pornographic materials in to the schools. It's not the big government. So, you know, when you're looking at election time, you got to look local. you got to work local because that's where the change is going to begin to happen is right here in your own backyard and it's our responsibility to step up to the plate and do something and if you agree with that give me a thumbs up if you're on facebook because i think we need to be a little more active and you did you know that it was george soros the billionaire he didn't dump money into the mass presidential elections he went local and That's he right, dumped the local DAs. Yep, yeah. He dumped his money into the local and the state level because he knew that's where he could have the most effect and most powerful effect. And we're we're going to be coming up against a break already. Are we ready for it right now? Uh, okay, well, let's talk let's we can talk for just a minute. She gives me a hard one. By the way, shout out to Emma who's in the studio with me this morning. She's a she's a rock star and she's the one behind the board and we'll see you right after the break. At Barron, we salute our heroes, honoring those who have served and sacrificed for our nation. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO at Barron Heating, AC Electrical and Plumbing. Year-round, Barron is committed to supporting our active duty military and veterans with special discounts. And this November, we're doubling this discount to 11% off any product or service. Additionally, we're partnering with Daikin to give more. For every Daikin heating or cooling system sold in November, Barron will donate $100 to local veterans' organizations. So when you upgrade your HVAC system, you're also helping give back to those who have served our country. Whether you're an active duty service member or veteran, take advantage of this 11% double discount. And for every Daikin system purchased in November, we'll donate $100 to local veterans' organizations. Call today to schedule your free estimate. Barron, your full-service HVAC, electrical, and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. 
New Warden Bodie's Black Friday Early Access Sale is underway, and you don't want to miss it. Black Friday pricing is available now on appliances, barbecues, mattresses, and more at all three New Warden Bodie locations in Bellingham and Burlington. Now is the time to prepare for the holidays with extra special savings on all things cooking, like ranges, wall ovens, cooktops, microwaves, and more, plus delivery and installation before Thanksgiving. Upgrade your mattress this weekend with Black Friday savings on Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, and Stearns and Foster. You'll also find savings. Savings up to 50% off on end-of-season closeouts and floor model appliances and mattresses. Keep your cash for the holidays and pay no money down and no interest for two full years on qualifying appliances and up to five full years on qualifying mattresses. Shop in confidence with DeWard and Bodie's 30-day local price match guarantee so you know you're getting the best price in town. Shop the biggest sale of the season during Black Friday early access at DeWard and Bodie right now in Bellingham and Burlington. Financing OAC offer qualifications of the opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. All right, we are back on the air again. And, you know, thanks, Emma. She's, she, uh, she says, can I give you a fast fact check? Well, she didn't say can I, but she gave me a fact check right after the, the um, show. And so it was 40% um, like on, the, on, on yeah. you know before the election, but she said just after by the weekend we had just over fifty percent in our county that actually voted, which is one of the highest in the state. And so and yeah, I don't know if that's a compliment to us or a criticism of the state yeah. at large. So fifty percent that's, that's really good. Bad, so thank you, Wacom County. Just fact check: little over fifty percent actually showed up to vote for Wacom yeah, thank County. Thank you, Emma. Yeah, and thank you, Emma, for that fact check. I appreciate that. You know, I I uh, I uh, I want to be factual. And my facts were just a couple days early. So appreciate that very much. Now, how many of you, let's, let's, we're going to kind of stay in Washington just for a minute longer. And then we're going to talk about something that really is something that is more nationally. And for those of you, no matter what state you're in, um, how many of you have gone to a, a grocery store lately and you see a, a little stand with somebody out there saying, hey, if you're a conservative, come and come and sign these papers and um well actually they weren't he wasn't even that forward you actually kind of had to go over and and look and you could see that the issues they were talking about was some of the issues that are constraining our police from enforcing the Mm -hmm. law Mm -hmm. some of the issues to do with our kids as i remember Mm -hmm. in in school and how they're treated and how the parental consent for some pretty devastating changes uh, um you know need to be put into law that parents Mm -hmm. need to have have uh, informed consent on that and there was some other issues so he's very non-intrusive yeah that one was i well the other one wasn't intrusive at all but he was a little more vocal he's like hey if you're conservative come over here and talk to me that was the day i was there so that's why i'd already i had already signed everything so you know these guys are giving up their time and they are standing out there for us because they need to have 22.5 million signatures on all of these different issues and i'm gonna i want to read off these issues so if you go breezing past when these guys don't just take three minutes to go and sign on all these issues and let me tell you what they are and why they're doing this and by the way um let's go washington.com go look it up for yourself and you can read each of these issues which i did last night myself um, so let's go Washington.com is where you want to go. And um, these are going to be issues. So like I-2081 is the, the, um, the parent's right to know. So if their child is saying, I want to get a sex change, or their child is saying, I want to, um, you know, do Identify something that is. gender. Yeah, just all the different things that a child, a parent should be able to know. Right now, they're hiding everything that parents don't need they you don't need to know anything that's going on about your kid they have their own choices well they're still children and so they're um they're wanting to get that back on that'll have a parent rights to know so there's six issues the other one is the cut taxes because there are so many hidden sales tax washington state has the highest sales tax and hidden sales tax on gas in the nation and that's going to be the i-2117 um, and then the other one is a reasonable police pursuit. Remember that one where policemen, if they stole your child and they're in a car and they're off running, the police are not allowed to chase after them. I mean, it, it, it's crazy that they restricted our police from actually protecting us. And I had um, 
then Sheriff Bill Elfo in uh, one in in one weekend with me, and we talked about that, and he said it's horrible mm-hmm. that they have they have literally cut our knees from being able to really do our job, and putting harm you know putting harm in front of our duty. So we need to get that on the ballot. So what these issues are are getting them on the ballot. But guess what? Not till 2024. So they've got to collect these signatures, have each of these signatures verified. So they're doing and, it And even quickly. with lesser crimes, like uh, a few years ago, we had a campaign where we went around to remove graffiti mm-hmm. because it's been shown that when graffiti is allowed to grow, the next step is breaking windows. And after breaking windows, you, be- they, you begin to see break-in. So um, the best idea is to let the police enforce the law as it is, even for stuff like graffiti, so it doesn't graduate mm. to crazy things like kidnappings mm-hmm. and murders. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the other one, that, thank you for that. That's absolutely the truth. Um, opt out of state-run long-term care. Now, I'm a, I'm a business professional, but I'm an entrepreneur. I'm my own, biz, I'm my own owner. And I was forced to, to purchase long-term care insurance in order to be a part of this law. So we want to be able to say, I, I want to take care of myself. I don't need the government. And if I didn't pay for my own independent then I had to rely on the government to take it out of my money to say that, well, when we'll take care of you, well, I don't trust what they're going to do with my money and that they're forcing me to do something that I should have the choice to do. So that is another one that's going to be on the ballot. Let the workers choose for themselves. And the repeal the capital gains tax that's gotten completely out of control here in Washington State. We want to do that. That's going to be I-2109. And then no state income tax. That's going to be I-2111. Um, and, and if you think the government can use your money uh, better than you, you can, you can donate to the government. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. there's no reason to have these taxes. Yeah. I, don't, I personally don't think they spend my money all that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think you can agree with that. I would say I hear a lot of people saying amen to that, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. And some hearts on Facebook, too. Thanks, guys. So if you see somebody out there, know that's what it is. Let's go Washington.com. And right now, you know, I'm, I'm encouraged because they already have 2,021, 4,023 as of, well, when I looked at the website last night. That means we still need 500,000 signatures to get this going. So if you're in Washington State, anywhere in the state, this is a full state um, initiative that's going to be on the 2024. So they've got time. But and by the way, if you this is kind of cool, by the way, I like this that I looked. And if you need a little extra income and you would like to work part time to be one of those people to rally them, they're actually paying $20 an hour for collecting signatures, for collecting mm-hmm. signatures, for standing there doing a um, a, a uh well, just do you know collecting signatures? So petition. if you do it, yeah. petition. Just be aware, there's there's all types of petitions out there right now. That these six happen to be there, but be sure and read what you're signing. Make sure you agree with it because mm-hmm. there's both sides can uh, put petitions out. So be sure you know what you're signing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or so. if you're interested, you can always sign up to uh, to make some money by standing there and receiving signatures. Mm-hmm. I just saw somebody throwing a text to my phone, Chris. Say that on Facebook because I, or you know, if, if you're on Facebook, go on to Facebook and comment because I can't see my text. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys who are texting me while I'm on on the air, but um, I'm using my phone, so I can't see your text and see what you're saying. And Chris Halterman, who is also one of our weekend show hosts and um, has covered for me and many others, and she's on our fifth Saturday of the month. Um, she always has a lot of good things and a lot of good facts. So if you fact check me, fact check me in front of everybody i'm all, i'm totally okay with that so um i saw that but i couldn't respond or read it fast enough so anyway there you go i just wanted to say that so that's on a state level and watch in your own state wherever you are because there may be things going on in your state that you want to be involved in and get get dialed into and um you know i i have been talking about this since i've been on the air over a year now do something so if your do something is to maybe stand out there and help collect signatures and they'll actually pay you for it, then do it. If, you know, if it's to show up to a council meeting, do it. Do something. Get involved locally. And now we see that more than ever. So um, anyway, that's where I wanted to go. Now, let's turn our story with our what time we have left because 
this is something that's been Time is flying. top of mind to me. Um, and it always is top of mind to me. And I'll, I'll start it with uh, a couple years ago, I noticed that I, you know, I've, I think we, we just kind of got stuck in our homes, right? Remember that time when we were kind of stuck in our homes and we got a little, little, you know, just, I don't know. I felt like I was almost recluse. Me? Recluse? Yes. Yeah, good luck with yeah, that. Yeah, but I kind of was because... You know, we couldn't go to church. We couldn't go out. Well, guess what I did? In the restaurants were closed. Rest, a lot of restaurants were closed. So, you know, we did a lot of family stuff. Family came over. You know, we we always had people over to the house. Had a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did a wedding in our backyard. But um, I let my concealed weapons permit expire. And during the uh, years of between 20 and 22, that did you know that Americans purchased nearly 60 million guns in those two years alone? And I actually did, um, I let mine lapse. And I, you know, my husband had oh, hard, hard break. Okay, there we go. See, I knew this was going to happen. We're going to carry this conversation on for the rest of the show. So we'll talk to you after the break. The Lummy Bay Market at Exit 260 is where you'll find more in the store. You'll find more in the store because there's so much store. Almost 10,000 square feet. The Lummy Bay Market is where you'll find everything you need for on and off the road. You'll find the best value on gas and diesel, along with way more than you would expect out of a convenience store. There's a liquor department featuring a great selection of your favorite competitively priced spirits, wines, and mixers. And of course, you'll want to check out the huge selection of ice-cold beer in their massive beer cave. Want to grab a quick bite for breakfast or lunch? Don't feel like cooking dinner? At the Lummy Bay Market, you'll find a great hot deli counter, including our brand new fried chicken, chicken tenders, and chicken wings with all the fix-ins. Make the Lummy Bay Market your first or last stop of the day for fuel, food, and more. The Lummy Bay Market, just off I-5 at exit 260 on Rural Avenue. Open 24 hours, 7 days a week. Lummy Bay Market, where, where there's, there's more in the store. store. If you've been thinking about buying the most reliable, safest, and most adventurous Subaru ever, now's the time to test drive a new Subaru at Dewey Griffin. They have a great selection of 2024 Subarus to choose from. And you'll love the advanced safety systems, comfortable interiors, and of course all-wheel drive with the ability to handle any and all terrain. Plus, when you purchase a Subaru from Dewey, you'll be supporting a local dealership that supports our local community. From the Ascent to the Outback and the Forester to the Impreza and the all-new Crosstrek, a Subaru from Dewey Griffin will get you and your family where you need to go, safely. And if your vehicle needs service, check out Dewey's Express Service Center. It's fast, convenient, and best of all, there's no appointment necessary. Open six days a week, including Saturdays. Stop by for your next oil change or any other minor maintenance, and you'll get a free car wash with any service. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in Whatcom County. This is Steve Berger, Lead Counselor and Director of Contact Counseling Recovery Services. Despite being a fourth-generation Whatcom County resident from a solid, established family, when I was struggling with alcohol and drug addiction, my family didn't know where to turn to help. By the grace of God and a recovery program, I was able to get sober and have devoted the last 34 years of my life helping others find recovery from addiction. If you or a family member is struggling with substance abuse, please contact us at 360-671-3277 or contactcounseling.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. Israel's attacks on Hamas in Gaza are intensifying around hospitals. A surgeon told the BBC the situation is dire. We are in the main building of the hospital. No, uh, no, we cannot get outside of the building because uh, there is a shooting everywhere. 
There's a federal investigation into campaign fundraising in New York City. Anyone with ties to two specific companies are being scrutinized, including Mayor Adams. WCBS's Dick Brennan. It was determined that this person acted improperly and could have been trying to mount a cover-up, the sources said. We're told this person is not in the mayor's immediate circle. An FBI spokesperson declined to comment. Michigan football coach Jim Harbaugh won't be on the sidelines for the rest of the season, punished for signal stealing. CBS Detroit's Ronnie Duncan. The University of Michigan says that the discipline by the Big Ten commissioner ignores their right to due process as it comes before the end of the investigation. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacey Lynn. Okay, welcome back to... Saturday morning live for those of you that are just dialing in. I am Becky Taylor. I'm actually standing in for Charlie Crabtree, the fourth corner this morning as he is traveling for a couple weeks. And just to let you know, usually next weekend, which is the third uh, Saturday of the month, is usually my my day. And I'm going to be gone that day. And guess who you get to hear? My spicy yes. oldest daughter, Rachel, Rachel Novak, is going to be taking my place next Saturday. And I guarantee you, this gal... She she has her own podcast on, on Apple and mm-hmm. and uh, Spotify and and she speaks abroad uh, in many areas. She's a training expert. She's a she's a lot of things, a lot of things. Trust me. And she's going to put on a she'll have, she'll be uh, talking next Saturday, taking my place as I'm taking Charlie's place today. So for those fourth corner fans and Charlie Crabtree fans, shout out to you and shout out to Charlie. He's such a great guy. We like watch. We have each other's back. Okay, let's go back to the topic of: Do you feel safe? Do you really feel safe? Now we live in a really great corner of the earth up here in Northwest yes, Washington State, the Great Pacific, the Northwest. Great Pacific Northwest. And so, you know, right where we are up in this corner, you know, we're. I believe we're we're in a great area in a great region. Our closest big city, Bellingham. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's had some serious issues going on, and Bellingham is quickly becoming Seattle. And Seattle is a place that nobody even really likes to go unless they're going down to the game with uh, with another crowd of people. But how safe are you? So before the break, I was giving you some stats that I just looked up last night that um, in between 20 and 22, 2020 and 22, um, nearly 60 million guns were purchased. And it's yearly – It's it, they, it's uh, yearly gun sales are twice the level of 15 to 20 years ago. So people are, are being very much more aware. And people say that I bought the gun to protect myself and my family against home invasion is the number one reason why people are purchasing arms and handguns right now. And handguns is the number one purchased, um, by the way. But the year of 2023, another stat for you, um, they, uh, it has logged a total gun sales of at least 30 million just in 2023 alone. So what does that tell you? Now, I remember when that just recently, that awful shooting took place in Maine. What was yeah, there was one in Maine. In, There's been quite a few, it seems. In Maine, the big one that took place, gun sales went up 200% within the next week. People were out there going, we have to protect ourselves, and hence the conversation about, you know, is is the police going to be there to protect you if yeah. you're in this? The a, only a, protection with from a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a mm-hmm. gun. Yes. So one in five American households has purchased a gun. It's estimated at. So we're going to really just talk about personal safety. Now I'm not saying that everybody needs a gun because there's a lot of anti-gun people. I'm like, I don't want a gun in my house. Hey, that's okay. It really is. Um, you know, I'm a, like you, Christy, I'm a locked and loaded and permitted person. And so we are in our household. We keep them very safe when our grandkids are around. So guns may not always be the answer. Um, I also have a little thing of pepper spray. And I believe I have even a, a serious one of mace that I had when I was in real estate. And I had to do open houses, the ones that Bob could not go with me. And he went to with me most of my open houses as a realtor. Um, I carried, and then I also carried mace with me. We had a couple issues with, with realtors here locally, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Yes, we have. And so um, I learned even back then when I was very 
busy doing open houses and stuff that I needed to find a way to protect myself. So this is that conversation is is self-protection in many areas. So um, they, we have several uh, places that we'll talk about maybe we're t- towards the end. I'm going to help here locally. If you're listening and you are local, yes, and, and uh, thank you. So we're, we might even, I'm going to invite somebody to come on who also is a local. Some people calling in? Yeah, he's a, he is one of our uh, Northwest gun safety okay. men, 35 years experience, okay. uh, Jeff Wheeler. So thanks for, for calling in, Jeff. I'm going to, I'll have you come on. Just kind of hang on to the line for a minute. I'd like to preface that too. Yeah, you. so um, so Bob, you know, can I tell you a fir- quick story and then I'm going to hand it over because Bob has a really a lot to say. He's very qualified to have talk on this subject, by the way. Um, um, but and that's that's why I call him my protector because he truly is. So years ago when we would go into a, a, a public place or restaurant, now I I am married to probably one of the most chivalrous men that I've known. I mean, I didn't know that I thought all men had last lost their manners. I, I really didn't have a man in my life before I knew this one that opened my car door for me wherever we went. And, and so he would open the door for me going into public places, into restaurants. And about two years ago, I noticed that it started changing and he would open the door, hold it open for me, but he would walk in first, especially into restaurants, public places, malls. And he, you know, I, I, didn't quite pay attention to what he was doing other than that he was walking through the door first but he always held the door open behind him kind of see see a person walking in the door holding the door behind him until I'm behind him through the door and I'm like you know I aren't you supposed to let me through the door first <laughs> it's all, it all kind of goes back to military courtesy for the most part yeah but uh, walking on the street side of the sidewalk yeah uh, having an eye on the exits going yeah. in to scope out the place first. I'll let you talk about that. Let me tell yeah. my little story first. Go ahead. Go on. Because <laughs> that's what he does. If we're, walking, if we're walking down the street, if you see a man walking on the inside and making his wife walk on the outside of the sidewalk closest to traffic, that's a man who doesn't know his etiquette very well. Bob's always saying, let me walk on the outside. No matter where, he's on the outside closest to traffic, keeping his eye out. So anyway, so here we are, and I said, what's this all about? And he said, well, I'm going in first because I'm watching and looking for any dangers inside of a place, you know, that especially if it's in a public place. So he sends me this. Got my spidey sense out. He sends me this video, and it's of a gal, the husband, opening the door for her, and she's walking in to this restaurant public place first, and she goes, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, and then they reenact it again. And then her husband goes in, he opens the door, holds it open for her, he walks in first. You can see him looking one side, looking around to the other, and then she walks in behind him, and she said, yes. And so, of course, me being the skeptic, he knew that I needed a third party <laughs> to convince me that Not what he was skeptic. doing was. And, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, my word, this guy's got it dialed in. So this is especially right now. We're in a, at a time where, you know, We've had a, 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 an invasion into our country like none before. And up here in the Northwest, it might not be affecting you so much. But I have some friends in Arizona. I have friends in Texas. I have friends in other s- states that are being greatly affected by the, the great invasion across our borders. And a lot of these people are not safe people right now. And... Um, that we know. So what are we doing to make sure we're safe? Right now, when my husband walks in the door into a public place and I see him hold the door open behind him for me as he walks in and looks around, I am forever grateful. And I know that as long as we're not going into a bar, he's always carrying as well. So I know I'm in a safe place. So so Bob's situational awareness and being safe in your surroundings what you know that really is key a lot of people think they need some you know and and training is good trust me you need to uh, raise your level of uh, proficiency in self-defense but um, self-awareness situational awareness is probably the first step the most important thing but I'd like to preface our discussion just a little bit by saying it's really important one that we don't come from a place of fear Mm -hmm. or a place of hate Uh, both those things will will subtract from your ability to assess the situation properly and and really commit to the proper line of self-defense. I consider a handgun equivalent to um, the world going nuclear. If you have to pull that handgun, you've already decided your life is in danger. 
The guy really needs to be within 20 feet, and he needs to be, you need to be able to show in court that he is a danger to your physical well-being or to your life. So the first and most important thing is to don't come out of a place of fear. We don't want to come out of that. Uh, don't come out of a place of hatred or anger. You can't have that. A great book out there, another uh, I consider foundational ideas, is uh, a book by a guy named Richard Bressler who documents his um, time with the Gracie family um, when they started coming to America and Brazilian jiu-jitsu began to come to America. And it's called Worth Defending. And the premise of the book is you and I, each in our own quiet time, saying to ourselves, I am worth defending. And it's surprising uh, how difficult that might be. I would encourage you to, to do that in, in a quiet moment, even right now. Just say to yourself, I am worth defending. And see how that feels. Mm -hmm. uh, some of us have been taught that, yeah, maybe you're not, maybe you don't feel like you're worth defending, but, mm. but you are. Um, That's good. And training in, 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 a, in a martial art is really uh, important. I went to high school um, as a 14-year-old. I was dumped in a military school of all boys. Um, 700 of them, and I realized I couldn't punch my way out of a wet paper bag. So <laughs> I started training martial arts with the Green Beret that happened to be there, went on to an Okinawan style, uh, learned some jiu-jitsu, some Japanese-style jiu-jitsu, a little Aikido. Um, but now and that, that kind of went away. And then fortunately, when I retired, my, my son-in-law, Rachel's husband actually, said, hey, this, there's this thing called Guns and Geese down in New Orleans. You should check it out. So I went down, and we trained in... Uh, we shot pistols all morning, combat pistol uh, work, you know, how to, how to actually use a pistol in combat. And, and then we spent all evening training jiu-jitsu. When I got back, they told me exactly what kind of a studio to look for. And, you know, thank, thanks be to God, we had one of those in, in Linden. Um, Mauro Oliveira used to be classic and then went on to become a uh, Brazilian top team. So if you can train in a martial art, do it, by all means. Uh, if you carry a gun, be sure you're trained and know how to assess the situation. Mm, that's so good. And, and it just so happened that at the same time, our grandson up here was uh, training at that studio. So that's how mm -hmm. we found out yeah, about it because our, our, um, our seven-year-old grandson. So I'll, a little shout out. Not only did he join my husband, but my grandson is a multi-gold you know, uh, he wins everywhere champion. he goes. <laughs> he and, won uh, in Brazil too, and, by the way. And Bob has g gone to Brazil to train and went many places with our grandson. And then he himself actually went to Worlds. Yeah. After two years and won second Vegas, Worlds baby. for the for senior. So that was a lot of fun. So it it's legit. So he he did train and he's not training any that, longer. That's but, where I learned another important thing. If I could just chime in for a moment. We only got a minute. We're going to be okay. a hard break here, but keep All going. Right. Chime in a sec. Uh, yeah, I learned that. that when you face a dangerous situation, it was calm. It was on the mats, right? It was sport. You have a choice to either be afraid or be excited. And if you choose excited, <laughs> you'll be all right. Yeah. Well, it was. How are we doing for time here? Hard break? Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to go for a hard break. We'll just get it over with, and then we'll come back. Okay. This is Dick Donahue with Asset Advisors, and I'm sharing with you a very exciting announcement. I have made the decision to rejoin LPL Financial Services. I originally joined what was then Private Ledger in December of 1981 as one of about 300 representatives. I rejoin them now with over 21,000 representatives, over $1.3 trillion under management, and LPL is now part of the S&P 500 index. In addition to discussing the latest financial news each week on Wealth Wake Up here on KGMI, I will share with you some of the reasons for this decision. Please join us at 11 a.m. each Saturday for our live Wealth Wake Up show or our 9 a.m. show on Sunday mornings here on KGMI. The opinions voiced in this show, program, podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable to you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Sure. There are many contractors who promise quality construction, but few with 45 years of experience that you can trust. Good news? There's Honkoop Gravel. They have professionals with experience in site prep, drainage systems, house foundations, and custom projects all under one roof. And with 45 years of service experience, they do it right the first time. Honkoop Gravel, the full-service civil contractors you can trust. Honkoop Gravel in Linden, or visit honkoop.com for information. Tuning into the high school football game. 
monitoring the incoming storm. They say what I think, but smarter. Catching your favorite talk show. These are just few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio. And AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you and your family safe in dangerous times. Visit wearebroadcasters.com to learn more and tell us how you depend on AM radio stations like KGMI. segment and it just goes so fast so this last one I want to I want to encourage you um, like Bob was talking about uh, that you know he he found a local jujitsu studio that was in Linden that he went to and um, let me let me just I'm going to be shouting out a few different places to go so gals if you're here locally um, uh, the Brazilian top team in Linden, Professor Morrow, who is also... Used to be classic. Used to be classic jiu-jitsu. Um, uh, Moro, Professor Morrow is going to be holding, and I'm going to be um, hosting with him, a women's self-defense. Now, I went through with one of my other daughters. I have three daughters. My other daughter, I think both of them were there, actually, um, other younger daughters. Uh, we He held a class for women's self-defense. Now, right now, women, just to have... A little bit of a clue of what you do. This is just going to be personal body, how you respond, self-defense. You know, we've got to realize that up here locally where we are, we may not be caught in a situation where a mass shooter is going to come around. But there's still a lot of American-hating, Christian-hating people out there, and we don't know where they are. And they're being stirred up, that hatred that Bob says. We don't do anything through fear or through hatred. So even this conversation about directing you of maybe where you can go, this is to facilitate. And if you're not here locally, I encourage you where you are listening from. It's easy to get on and say where you're from. Let's say Nebraska. You know, you're from Nebraska and you're going to go in locally, dial in your city or your your little area and say uh, personal self-defense classes or arms, weapons, you know, a gun safety that, that's class. different than training jiu-jitsu or training combat Well, it firearms. is. This but is it's, it's still very good. Yeah, uh, so you this pick is up ideas like if someone grabs your wrist, do not let them grab your elbow. Keep your elbows tight. Yeah, so that's the kind of thing like that, that I'm kind of talking about right now. So what's something you can get in and just feel a little bit more empowerment? I know when I went to the last class that Professor Morrow put on, um, it was empowering. And I just walked away going, I have a few, a few ideas. One time, it's not a one and done. I'm going to do it again. So... Ladies, keep keep um, you know keep watching me because I'll be telling you when that class is uh, to be determined. But we talked last night and it's going to be coming up here soon. So, um, but he also does have a jujitsu studio. So if you want to go next level, by all means, and you're in the Linden area, it's uh, it's just one of the finest uh, jujitsu studios I believe um, in our in our county and for children, women, men. Bob did it in his retirement, you know, so you know all the, ages. You know what the best martial art is, according to Commander Jocko Willink? Mm-mm. Track. Huh? Track. Track. Yeah, like, because if they don't oh. grab you, the best <laughs> thing is to get the hell out of there. Running. Okay, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure where he was going with that. Okay, so that's one of them. So just know, ladies, keep, kind of keep an um, eye out for that. Now, there's a, a, a few in the area of concealed weapons and self-defense, you know, just— training so if you are ready you better get in and get your application in to get a concealed carry because i didn't finish that part of my story it took me eight months to get in just to get fingerprinted and ready and then it's an additional 30 days on top of that hopefully that's gone down but whatcom county here you have to go down to the whatcom county sheriff's office you can do it if you're local in the city limits to your police department and you can file for a concealed weapons permit, get fingerprinted. It takes several weeks to process through so that then they give you that issuance. And I got mine back, thankfully, but it took a really long time. So if you're in the county, get into the Whatcom County Sheriff's Office, and it takes a little while to get that done. I would do that immediately and just have it anyway, even if you don't have a gun yet, because these places that I'm going to talk to you about, and we have somebody that's going to come on and be a quick guest on the line here. That's off of Grand um, Street, correct? Uh, yes, it yeah. is, in down, in, right in downtown Bellingham. Um, that you don't have to have a gun to go to one of these classes to be just get familiar. 
know it, practice it. Bob and I go to the Custer Gun Club, and if you want to go to the Custer Gun Club, we'll shout that place out. Sportsman's Club, actually. Sports, okay. Custer, Custer Cust- Sportsman's Club. Oh, sorry. And I think it's actually a longer name than that, but if the, gu- the Custer Gun Range, that's where it's at. Okay. And you could go right into there and say, do you have any instructors? If you want somebody one-on-one, and they'll help you there. We have some great friends that, that work there and serve there. So that's that's one, one place you can go. But there's actually a couple classes that are out there right now that are, are ready. Um, there's a, a place called the Action Pit. For, so if you're in the Ferndale area, and that one, Mark Urban goes and does uh, uh, gun safety classes there. And Mark Urban is um, murbanconcealedcarry.com. But if you go to the Action Pit, look on Facebook or Action Pit, uh, is another place where uh, they will uh, do gun safety classes there. So that's kind of if you're in the Ferndale area. And then the other one is northwestgunsafety.com. Now, um, I I just was kind of introduced to Jeff last night. Jeff Wheeler is a his name. He's got 35 years experience. He's in the Blaine area, and he also has gun safety classes, and one coming up on the 18th. And he's on the line, correct? And he, I believe, this is a, if he's still here. I believe he's on the line right now. So um, I'm gonna turn up my let her rip, Jeff. Turn up my ears so people on the Facebook can hear you as well. But Jeff, welcome to the show, and uh, well, thank you thank for you, what Becky. you're doing. Thank you for having me. You bet. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, uh, everything you guys have said is 100% true. Um, just We've got so many people that have purchased guns, and we've got folks out there who have, you know, been taught to shotguns as kids. Now they're protecting themselves in their home uh, with handguns and shotguns and all sorts of different things. And, you know, when I first started out, I knew just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> And uh, that can be very dangerous to ourselves and our family. So mm. knowing how to handle the gun, knowing how to store the gun, all that kind of stuff is just imperative. Mm-hmm. But I also think, you know, with, with my basic gun safety classes, I think people, when they hear basic, they're like, oh, I've shot for years. I know what I'm doing. I don't need that class. And I have yet to have anybody come away from my classes, experienced shooters or not, uh, without learning something, some mm-hmm. nugget. Always learn something. Um, and I think the important part is knowing and understanding most of these gun classes that you're going to get uh, locally, even if they say basic, about 70% of my class has nothing to do with the gun and the grip and the shooting. Um, and it has everything to do with situational awareness, mm-hmm. avoiding the conflict altogether, mm-hmm. and then learning how to turn on your fighter mindset when you need to. Um, Excellent. you know, you mentioned a few people that I've, I've read too, you know, between, uh, you know, Commander Wilnick, Jocko, um, but other books like, uh, you know, The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker, um, uh, Understanding Violence, um, Tim Larkin, mm. um, Good. you know, some of those are great because violence is the last thing we want to do. But when violence is the answer, it's the only answer. Mm. Yeah, so right. knowing and understanding that fighter mindset, being able to turn that on and off, uh, be a dangerous person when you need to be, um, you know, but also understanding here in Washington State a little bit of Washington State gun law. Um, and I really try to keep my classes fun um, and avoid the death by PowerPoint. Yeah, that's and excellent. I am a, excellent. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a USCCA uh, certified instructor, United States Concealed Carry Association, which our lovely state doesn't recognize um, any of the concealed carry uh, insurances. Uh, mm. They call it murder insurance here in Washington State. Mm. Um, but the United right. States Concealed Carry Association, Association has a fantastic website, a lot of tools that even if you're not a member, you can be part of and use. Nice. Um, well, and so, yeah, Jeff- that, I just, my little plug. Thank you. Appreciate no, having thank me you. on. I love it. Yeah, don't uh, just word, real Jeff. real quick, Jeff. Um, tell us tell us how to find uh, tell our people how to find you and you have a class coming up on the 18th, right? I do. I've got a class coming up on the 18th. Got about uh, room for about 10 more folks. Okay. Um, I hold the classes at uh, the Lions Camp Horizon facility, oh, nice. um, the old Air Force base out yep. in Birch Bay. Yep. 
Uh, and then I've got a piece of private property that we shoot on. Okay. Um, but you can find me at www.nwsafety.com. Okay. Uh, Northwest Gun Safety, sorry. Northwestnwgunsafety.com. Uh, okay. Yep. And Jeff, feel free to drop that uh, link in the chat on Facebook, too, so people on Facebook you can see it, too. So yep. thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks a lot, We Jeff. appreciate you and appreciate um, hey, all you do for work. our community to keep us safe. Right. Keep up the great work. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Bye. Well, that was great, you guys, to uh, to hear from Jeff, thank you so much for that call and that you're, you know, one of the gun safety facilitators in our county. And, um, you know, there, there's, there's a couple out there, you know, if you Google them. But if you said, oh, that sounds great, I want to do one, or you want to get a hold of uh, Jeff or the Action Pit and say, when's your next classes, you know, start really seriously considering this. And um, it'll really heighten your alertness and your awareness in, in so many ways. Yeah, I, I tend to think, and I don't want to feed fear, but uh, looking around, it, it appears to me we've moved into kind of a post-Christian era in this country, and, and one of the things that that engenders is you used to be able to walk down the street and just assume everybody's a good guy, mm-hmm. but you, you can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I call it the post-Christian era. Um, you can call it That's whatever you want. It's not, yeah. to, it's not to uh, engender fear, but it's just to be aware that um, not, and you can't tell the bad guys by looking at them a lot of times, mm-hmm. um, but just, just be aware. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, as you well know, it, it is not a hidden fact that our entire nation is on high alert right now. Mm-hmm. And again, you yeah, know, we, we serve in at least yeah. where, where we come from, that we serve a God that is watching out for us. Yeah. I believe with all my heart that God still loves America and he wants America to be saved and he wants you to be too, you know, and he wants you to be safe. And yet it's still common sense yeah. that, you know, that we do uh, keep ourselves on high alert. And that's really was the reason for talking about this on the show today. I have a, I have a, I have a tattoo on my wrist and it says fear not period end of story. Yeah. I mean, literally it says fear not. And then I have a period end of story. So Living in fear is not an option, but to be alert, to be aware, and know that, you know, this is the next important, most important year in 2024 that we're going to be walking into mm-hmm. that we've had in our nation. Great, important election. So there's yeah. going to be a lot going on. So let's be careful. Let's be aware. Let's not be in fear. Let's pray for America. Pray for our leaders. America will be saved. And America will be saved. And you guys, thanks for joining us on the show today. I really appreciate you. Appreciate you for watching, for sharing this out. Facebook friends. And um, I love you guys. All right. God bless you. God bless America and you veterans, too. Have a great Saturday.